0: Happy Celebration of Ministries Sunday. I know there's some new faces among us today, and I know that there are some of you who have been doing this ministry thing with us for many years. Today is the day in our parish when we fluff up our feathers and we rejoice in the good that we have done and the good that we will do always with God's help. Today is the day when we allow ourselves a little... Extra pride in the accomplishments of our amazing community. The children we've clothed, the men we have helped through recovery, the books we've read together, the worship services we've pulled off, the committees that have met, the faces we have welcomed. Now, we're not ones to wallow in too much self pride. We know there's work to do, and we're pretty good at getting things done. But today, We just relax and have a little fun before tomorrow we get back to the Lord's work. Today is the day in our parish when we celebrate the good, hard, fun, and holy work we do here. We lift up those banners high into the air, both to show them off to one another and also to offer them and the ministries they represent to God, the one who inspires all good things. I love those banners. They get a little more ratty and dog-eared every year. Some of them get refurbished and redesigned and made anew. Some just stay lovingly ratty. They are none of them perfect. Some are a little closer than others. but I love the ministries they represent as well, equally ratty and dog-eared. Some of them get renewed and refreshed some years. Some are still churning along as they have for decades. They are none of them perfect ministries. Some may be a little closer than others. Mostly, I love the people that make up these ministries. You are ratty and dog-eared, beautiful and recharged and renewing all the time. You are none of you perfect, though some do try a little harder than others. I love being in community with you. And I could tell by the smiles on many of your faces as those banners went around that you love being in community with one another. In our gospel this morning, we hear Jesus proclaim that he is to build his church upon Peter. Peter, I hope you remember, is the disciple that is often most like us. We hear lots of stories in our Gospels about Peter, the everyman, trying his best, messing up. Shall I build tents for you and Moses and Elijah? Peter asks up there on the mountaintop. Ugh, Peter, says Jesus. Not just my hands, but wash my whole body, urges Peter to Jesus at the foot washing. Oh, Peter, no. I will never deny you, Peter bravely declares, before Jesus' walk to Golgotha. Oh, Peter. This is Peter. I've preached about him before. Bless his heart, Peter, who tries really hard and never quite catches on. Peter, who must have caused Jesus to roll his holy eyes about three times a day for the length of their relationship. This is the bedrock and foundation of our church. Jesus wasn't gambling when he chose Peter to build the church upon. Jesus wasn't hoping or betting against the odds that Peter would shape up. Jesus saw Peter... Ratty and dog-eared and messy and not quite perfect and knew exactly what he was doing. He was building a community of human beings in all our confusion and complexity. Peter was the perfect founder for our messy church because he stepped up. He answered those questions. He put himself forth and tried to be good. And sometimes he failed. But he kept answering. He kept stepping up and speaking up. He kept loving and hoping and he kept believing. And sometimes, sometimes he said, You are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. And those times, he got it right. Earlier this week, I was privileged to hear Don Saliers, Professor Emeritus of Liturgy and Music at Candler School of Theology right up, the, right up the road, preach a homily. His subject, among other things, was the Collect for Purity. You know the Collect of Purity. We just said it a few minutes ago. If you've been coming to church for a few months or a few years or a few decades, you've heard it many times. You probably even have it memorized like I do. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. For years, I lived uncomfortably with the Collect for Purity. It's hard to be reminded week in and week out that there's someone out there that knows everything and then several years ago i had the same revelation that dr saliers preached about a few days ago that is to be so perfectly known is a great great gift We believe in an almighty God to whom all hearts are open, all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hidden. And on one level, this is a terrifying thought. The things we try to hide from each other, those things we try to hide even from ourselves, God knows them. God knows our innermost intimate selves, our dirty secrets, and our shameful truths. Jesus knows when we have let ourselves down, when we have fallen short, when we have hurt others, when we have turned away from God. We believe in a God from whom no secrets are hidden. And incredibly That self-same God loves us anyway. Let me say that again. The God that knows everything written on on your heart, the good, the bad, and the truly awful, loves you anyway. God sees that we are not yet finished that we keep trying, that we lift our banners year after year as a living sacrifice of love and time and sweat and tears and laughter. God sees that sometimes we try to build a tent when no tent is needed, or that sometimes we open our mouths and say really stupid things. God rolls those holy eyes at least three times a day, but in the end loves us for exactly who we are, that is, exactly who God made us to be. It is this God who founded the church on Peter, imperfect but perfectly worthy. And it is this God, brothers and sisters, who looks down on our offering of banners, ratty tatty and refurbished, and on our offering of ministries, tired and refreshed, and on our offering of community and our offering even of our lives, sacred and profane, and says, this, this is good. Amen.